0: And welcome back to episode three now of the My Club series. We moved from Chunbri to Klongtai and now Klongtai up north to Chiang Rai. Alec Peoples is joining me, a fan from the US. Alec, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing very good, thank you. Um glad that you've pointed out I'm I'm from the US. So I think we're a bit of a rare breed and uh, thai football fandom uh i know when i go to the matches i'm usually the odd one out so
0: <laughs> well of course i mean before deciding to do this show i was asking around on twitter you know who should i bring on next to the my club series and i was thinking how could we look over The Chiang Rai fan. Yes, the Chiang Rai fan. They were just champions last year. It seems like everybody just forgot. Anyways, Alec, before talking about your club, how do you get involved with Thai football?
1: Yes, so I've lived in Thailand for uh, more or less seven years now. And uh, when I first moved here, I've always been uh, a football fan. Uh, I played, you know, coming through high school and in middle school. I coached even. um, uh, I've always loved it. Uh, so when I came here, uh, I didn't really follow it too closely at first. I was aware of the big clubs. You know, I, uh, uh, I'm big into motorcycles, so I had made trips to Brewery Rom, and I went to see a couple games there when I was visiting just for the fun. Uh, of course, I knew who Port was and Mung Tong and like yeah, the big clubs. Uh, but mostly, I only really watched the Thai national team at first, and that's because, uh, I mean, it's – it's the thing to do, right? Whenever the Thai team plays, it's kind of, everybody's really into it. Uh, It's not all that different from America where uh, no matter what, you know, everybody kind of follows the uh, world cup and stuff. Uh, So I would watch that and I became, you know, vaguely aware of some players and some clubs. And uh, of course I knew the biggest players in Thailand's names, but that was really it. I didn't have a club. I didn't follow anybody. Uh, in particular. But then, uh, I met my wife and she is from Chiang Rai. So, um, it turns out, you know, as we dated, and as I got to know her, her younger brother, uh, is, uh, he, he came up through the Chiang Rai youth, uh, youth setup. He played for, he still does play for their U, uh, 17 team, U18 team. I forget which, whatever the difference is here. Uh, and he's currently on loan at Chiang Rai City. Uh, so, you know, he's kind of, uh, in into the system as well so that was interesting and and as i met him and uh kind of picked it up but then once we moved to Chiang rai uh a while back that was of course the the you know the big catalyst so i went from just kind of casually following them because i I, my wife's brother uh and that was several years ago that was when they had their uh treble their their, their, uh, uh, domestic treble you know not the league or anything but um and then when we moved to Chiang Rai, we were living right down the road from the stadium, um, so that's when I, was, you know, really got into it. I was going to started going to every game, and then, um, yeah, that's that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a that's a great story, man. And I just want to ask you, you know, from a a perspective of someone who comes from a country that football or I guess soccer for you isn't the main sport, how do you view Thai football overall? I mean are you impressed by it or are you disappointed by it? Like, I just really want to know, you know, how does an American like you view Thai football?
1: So um, I've had this conversation quite a bit with, with friends from, from Europe, from England and Ireland, and um, kind of comparing like, where do you think Thai, uh, like the standard is, you know, based on your own domestic competition? Uh, I'm not really sure. Obviously I think, you know, Thai clubs maybe aren't at the level of uh, some of the better MLS clubs. Um, but when I think about, you know, my local club back in the States, uh, I'm from Louisville and we have Louisville city FC uh, two time champions where we've been pretty dominant since we came into the league. Uh, when I think about like us compared to, to Thailand and we're division two, uh, I think we're probably at the same level, if not uh, maybe better than some of the, you know, mid table and lower Thai clubs. So, um, the quality, you know, I was honestly a little let down. I was uh, kind of expecting uh, maybe not, uh, you know, MLS quality, but but definitely better than than where I uh, had came from in the States. Uh, and, and then the fandom, though, that's kind of a double-edged sword. On, on one hand, uh, especially Chiang Rai, I don't know if, if it's a problem that's really unique to Chiang Rai, but we don't usually, outside of the big matches, you know, it just seems like fan turnout is, is not that, big uh, at the home opener this season Uh, coming off of a championship uh, being in the champions league. uh, I thought the homeowner, the home opener was going to be massive and and I think it was like two or 3000 people. It was um, very small. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but at the same time uh, the fans that do come uh, and this is at home games, away games for all clubs that I've ever experienced. uh, It's so much fun. You know, tie games are, are, are just uh, a blast everybody's there having fun and, and it's really a community kind of feeling um and you know there's never any hard feelings i, I know um me and uh, a smooth Khan fan i know we when i went down there for an away match uh we were talking about how alien it would be to see me in my Chiang Rai jersey and him in a smooth Khan jersey you know yeah. but we were just kind of hanging out drinking beer together talking <laughs> and that would not really be seen in, in europe or even some american places and uh yeah, so, so it's very community-oriented. I, I do like that. Everybody uh, has a lot of fun. So
0: Yeah, and talking about Chiang Rai, I mean, I'm guessing that the season you su- started supporting them would be when Alexander Gama was still coaching, correct?
1: Yeah, so um, I was there uh, when he came in and subsequently left. Uh, but like I said, I kind of picked up following them seriously once they were uh, kind of at the tail end of, of winning their um you know, their their league trophies and stuff, uh, or their league cup trophies, I'm sorry. Um, And then I was there for that off-season and then the entire season of the the championship run. So, um, yeah, I've seen a couple coaching changes in my short time already.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and talking about coaching changes, it's it's got to be quite a unique thing. I mean, especially in, in, in Thailand where there's just so many. Like, what do you think of all the, the drama of the coaches coming in, coaches coming out, all that?
1: Yeah, I mean, on one hand, it's – and the same applies to the player drama, the referee drama, all of it, right? <laughs> the Thai League has drama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of that's what makes it fun and what makes it interesting and, and all of that. Sometimes it can be frustrating, of course, uh, and you're just, like, you want going to yell, like, come on, like, be, be professionals, right? Especially when it comes to, like, referee drama and then when you get the – uh the, i know last year you know there were max fi- match fixing charges and uh the referee losing control of the game and throwing out red all that kind of stuff um that can be frustrating but overall it's also still what makes the tie league kind of fun and like uh, <laughs> I, I don't know i i, I like it yeah. you know i know maybe not everybody yeah. agrees with me i've had a couple arguments on twitter um uh, but i personally like the drama i think it adds another later so
0: hey I'm I'm with you man. I, I love the drama. I think that's what makes it Thailand. That's what makes our league very special. Now talking about the league, Sing Sing Rai, congratulations man, on winning the title last year. I mean that last game, I, I feel like the moment that Chiang Mai, that header went in, that in your in your own feeling, was that like the best ever emotion you've been through uh, this roller coaster ride throughout the ninety minutes. Was that the peak of your fandom cheering for Chiang Rai?
1: Yeah, so um, that was a cool day. That was a really cool day. Um, you know, we went into the last match day and the chances were not good, obviously. Uh, I had begrudgingly accepted our fate. I had become quite pessimistic towards the end of last season. I mean, if you go back and look at my tweets from around that time, I was just complaining about uh, the, the management, the coaching, the, the players, everybody was lazy and they looked, you know, the too pragmatic. It's just like, whatever, screw it then, right? Let them, uh, let them throw it away. But I woke up that day, that, that, that day and I, I was kind of debating. I was like, do I just want to watch these matches on television or do I, I have time I can go to get in a van and I can make it to this game.
0: Yeah. away at Supanburi, right? Yeah. Right. Supanburi. Yeah. Marie. Yeah. So yeah you guys super needed super a win. Awesome. You guys needed a win and they needed a draw. I mean, and it happened, right?
1: Yeah. I, so I, I was just like, screw it right i'll take a chance i went and um the the atmosphere was great and of course i was at the match so i wasn't watching it live i was trying to follow on you know live ball and just catch the updates but i remember i was uh you know they scored and equalized kind of near the end of halftime we all went out to the the stadium and i was having a beer outside heard the crowd go wild oh i think it was william that had scored you know, william scored oh we're back in front uh and then of course you know uh Bree Ram equalized next, I think, and then you know everybody kind of the mood went back down. But then there was a couple minutes after we had won, you know, we sealed our our win, and everybody, the whole crowd was, you know, we were all deathly silent and uh, all you know waiting for the Chiang Mai results. And uh, once we found out, you know, Chiang Mai scored again, oh man, it was crazy. Uh, we were you know cheering for chanting Chiang Mai, and uh, I think that whole stadium was the biggest you know Chiang Mai fans that. Uh, could possibly be for, for the last like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the party afterwards was, was amazing. It, it was uh, uh, just a lot of fun. And it was the pinnacle, you know, there was a lot of good memories uh, beating Bury R O M at home for the four nil. I was at that match. That was tons of, tons of fun. Beating port was a good, you know, a good stop on the way, but um, yeah, I can't think of many, many moments that, that have been uh, as fun as a sports fan as, Winning it uh, in that fashion, you know that much. You know, the late, late uh, goals.
0: Now talking about this year, it seems like you know the first four games have the the form hasn't really been that, I guess, great compared to what many fans were expecting. You know, the the reigning champs to continue the the dominance. But what what are your takeaways from it? I mean, lots of lots of fans have commented negative stuff towards the board, saying that. You know, where is this consistency? Why aren't we still up there challenging? Or, like, how do you view this? Do you think Chiang is in a critical condition? Or do you think it's just four games, we'll be fine?
1: Yeah, um, so I was quite critical after the um, championship. And then uh, I kind of saw what was happening. The writing was already on the wall, the, the ownership. And uh, you could tell they were really trying to milk every single cent and sure you know fair enough you know you you won the trophy uh do all the publicity publicity and and you know uh, but then it started to become uh, obviously you know um we got the new manager uh, uh Masami and uh I felt that was a pretty bad appointment you know he doesn't really have much uh of a resume at all uh William left and, you know, for the longest time, there was no news on a replacement. And they did replace him with Nelson. And he, again, you know, uh, didn't have much of a resume just looking at his Wikipedia page, but neither mm-hmm. did William when he joined uh, Chang Rai. So I was like, maybe he'll, he'll come good. But, um, yeah, just the, the stagnation kind of was present throughout the off season, and it did get pretty uh, pretty toxic in, in the fan groups and uh, people, you know, wondering, why aren't you guys, you know, spending money? Why aren't you signing? Uh, we need talent, right? We're, we're going to be in the Champions League. Uh, we definitely need some investment in the squad. We don't have the depth. We have really great, you know, um, tie core to the squad. But yeah, losing William was key. Bill's old. Um, I don't know. Nobody really knew what was going to happen with, with champions league. So yeah, I was pretty pessimistic. And then as the season started, you could tell that with the champions league the travel and the extra games, they were tired. Uh, the biggest, you know, the glaring issue was we didn't have any finishers. You know, Bill is, is brilliant. I love Bill and he can finish on his day, but that's it. You know, one, one kind of natural finisher. Uh, and then you have Sivakorn and then Ekinen, everybody that can create, but, we weren't scoring goals so that question of you know what's the plan why aren't you guys kind of investing in what we actually need Um, and um, I think that's still a problem Uh, obviously given the the situation uh, none of that has been really rectified but I I haven't written the season off I am confident Mm -hmm. that uh, we can still come good and turn around We, we still have a great defense we still have a great you know ekonets coming back from injury uh a great midfield we have a great attack except for the finishing mm. um you know i i didn't expect us to win the champions league but i was hoping uh, at least a decent showing uh, yeah. but you know once those matches wind up you know they'll they'll maybe be a bit fresher which will be important for brenner and bill and the older players that we have um, to, to stay fresh so um I've, I've not written the season off yet but uh it, it is a bit of a I'm
0: not too hopeful. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's going to be very tough for for you guys to qualify for the uh, the AFC Champions League again because like you know, you know the the Thai League has come out and said that the four teams finishing the top four teams finishing in the end of the first leg will get that bid to go to the next year's AFC Champions League and right now people are looking at you know True Bangkok, you Port. Other teams like Ratchaburi is doing very well this year. You can't forget about Buiram. It's just it's gonna be loaded. It's gonna be very very tight up top, and I feel like it's it's you know the drama will be there, especially when there's just not a lot of games left to go for the the spots. Now you did mention the name Ekanit, and wow, there's been <laughs> quite a lot of things said about him in the past few days regarding a potential move to SCG Myung Tong quickly quickly rejected by Kun Mithi Tiafairat on Facebook. I don't even know if it was an hour. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it, it was an hour, man. What mm-hmm. What do you think of all the fiasco? Yeah,
1: so um, that all kind of even goes back to the end of last season when there was a lot of rumors like fire sale at Chiang Rai, right? Like Silvacorn's gone, chaiwat has gone, it has gone. Uh, that was the rumor anyway at the time was we're going to start massively selling off all our players and uh namely to foreign uh foreign teams you know i know there was some rumors about uh Sirocorn having uh, some k-league and uh japanese teams that were interested but so i was already expecting it but then it didn't happen and um the owners did have some good messages like you know we're only going to let them go to a foreign squad we're not selling anybody internally i think there was a little bit of drama between uh some of the you know, mong tong and, and port and uh, Bangkok glass uh, about players moving around but nothing evaluated or nothing kind of uh, materialized um, so I was kind of shocked to see that rumor pop up and uh, I've actually met Ekin a couple times the one time the, the most recent time I asked him as much I was like hey man are you, you know are you gonna leave Chiang Rai and he's like no you know my family is from here I I, I love it here um, I, I don't want to leave I, I don't want to leave I'm assuming this conversation
0: was I'm assuming this conversation was in Thai, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. in Thai. I don't think
1: he, he didn't speak any English to me. It was through broken Thai and a translator, but yeah, he said, he just said he loved Chiang Rai and he had no desire to leave. Right. Uh, And, you know, he's the face of the club. Um, Yeah. He's the one that's doing the, all the promos and the media. And uh, he's from Chiang Rai. He's biggest, you know, the youngest star in Thailand at the moment, 20 years old. So I was, when I saw that, I was like, I was very taken aback and I I think I immediately kind of was like, you know, we'll we'll screw it. Let him go. Just blow the team up then. And, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, Mitty came out and said, no, 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 it's not happening. So I I feel better now, but uh, yeah, you know, as far as the players, I don't, I don't think we could bear to lose. I think he's number one on the list.
0: Yeah. Crazy to think about. I mean, 55 million for a 20 year old in Thai football. You don't see many news that I think that's the first time for sure. But in my opinion, you know, covering the, watching the Thai league for quite a while now, I have it wasn't going to leave. I mean, that that guy speaks more Northern Thai than he does Thai, actually. And he has so much connection with the city, and I feel like he's going to be the face in Chiang Rai for a long time. Now, let's move on to the hot take segment. Of you've been listening to my podcast, these are segments where I don't tell you the questions. These are all unscripted. I just want your first initial reactions to it. So, let's go with the first one. Obviously, Chiang Rai, you got that core group of young players whether it's Ekanit, Siwakon, you know, Chaiwat, Suriya, Shinapat, all of them, all of them. Now, if you cannot pick Ekanit, so Ekanit is out of the equation. Ekanit, you can't you can't mess with him. You have to let one player go, but you can sign one player to a lifetime contract. Who are you letting go and who are you keeping forever?
1: Gosh, I, I think it comes up as far as the player I'd want to lock in forever. Um, I, I think that it's got to be Sivacorn or, or Chaiwat, and solely because I think Chaiwat's just a little bit younger, uh, maybe one or two years. But uh, and you know, a left winger, a uh, key key position I think it has to be Chaiwat. I think I take him as a on the life uh, over try
0: over uh, over pity pity watt in midfield
1: yeah pity what he's young too uh and I know he's uh, he's he's phenomenal you know in holding midfield he's absolutely phenomenal but uh, I don't know man I, I like Chaiwat. I like his energy I like that um he's another one you know there there's there's some players that you can just kind of tell they really do uh really connect well with the club and, and the, the, uh, the community in Chiang Rai. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the North, that's really just a, a big thing that I, maybe a lot of people don't understand, but the North is, is its own kind of thing. Right. So when somebody has that connection, I think that's important. Um, yeah. Chai White, man, he's, he's, I, I like him a lot. I, I like his energy. I like oh, yeah. his, uh, his, yeah. Who do I lose though? Um, gosh, maybe, um, That's really tough. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Throw one out the boat. Oh, chill pot. He's, uh, I think, you know, somebody on Twitter said this recently and uh, when we were having a similar discussion and they were like, he's a great, uh, you know, as against Thai players when he can be physical, but when he comes up against foreign players, uh, he doesn't really have as much technique. Um, So I think his physicality is something that we could probably find elsewhere uh, Mm -hmm. and maybe with a little bit better technique too. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, great, thanks for answering that hot take Now to the second one, this one might be a bit more easier to pick for you You have two really talented goalkeepers in in your team You have Apirak and you have Saranon Saranon, of course, the more popular one, he's represented Thailand before And he's been, you know, giving lots of chances and things like that Apirak, though, getting the number one spot this year because of Saranon's injury If they're both fit, though, who do you go with? for sure um
1: for me 100 i i've uh, i never feel uh i always feel pretty pretty well comforted and safe when, when we have a in goal i mean even in our champions league games when they were getting just tons and tons of shots on goal and um he's great i, I think he's just an absolute wall in the box uh, he's he's commanding uh he's a little bit you know maybe undersized but i think that's not really unique to him being you know uh most high, high goalkeepers aren't going to be as big as their 6'6 uh, mm-hmm. six, six European counterparts. But yeah. I think that's his only takeaway is he's maybe a little bit smaller, but uh, I think he's, yeah, I take him. He, he's been phenomenal since he's came in. So
0: Now, one final question for you. This one, a fun one. It's probably not hard at all to answer. Of course, United Stadium, or is it still called the United Stadium or is, that, is now Singh Stadium your, your home ground?
1: It's uh, technically Sing Stadium, I think they used a different uh, name for the Champions League match. Uh,
0: alright, alright, let's 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 go with Sing Stadium then Alright, Sing Stadium, your home ground Obviously, that's probably the ground that you enjoy going and go watch most of the games at However, how about the away games? Which tie stadiums? Might be hard to just pick one, so I'll, I'll open the floor up to two or three, three max, let's just say which other Thai league stadiums do you enjoy going to see games?
1: So first off, yeah, uh, shout out to Singh Stadium. It's one of the few places you can take beer inside. So huge plus <laughs> I mean, there. I never it's cool,
0: if it's uh, called cool Sing and you can't <laughs> bring in beer, what's the point? Yeah.
1: I always make sure to, to let that be known. Uh, we can have beer in our stadium, people. So please come. It's a great away day. Um, I, I've not been to Ratchaburi Stadium. Um, but that one, from what I see, it, it looks beautiful, uh, yeah. like a really nice stadium. Everybody raves about you know, the, the you know visiting there. So I'm actually really looking forward to that one. Um, my favorite stadium, uh, though, that I have been to, I, I've been to Thunder Castle, not a big fan. Um, I've, I've been to Mung Tong and Port Games and all that. Those are all okay. Believe it or not, Samut Prakhan, I think. I, I wow. love the uh, it's so small and it just, uh, it's, it's on the, it's in the middle of the town, right? So you're going on all the alleys and, and the back roads and I don't know, it just has a really like urban feel and I don't know, it's cool. It, it's just a really unique kind of vibe, but, um, yeah, that's probably my favorite, honestly. It, it's a bit small and then the seating's not uh anything to write home about, but the atmosphere is good and, uh um, and then Ratchaburi, yeah, really excited to visit there this season, I hope. So those those would be my two, I think.
0: Wow, and that right there is a hot take. Samut Brakan City being your non-Sing Stadium favorite stadium, if if you know what I mean. But still, that right there is a hot take. Yeah. We'll end the podcast here. Thank you so much, Alec, for coming on. Till next time, peace.